I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family all around the world. Welcome to this week's very special episode of Live Your Best Life with me, of course, Liz Wright. And my conversation today is with a man of God who is genuinely one of the most authentic, humble men of God that I have the privilege of knowing and have had known for a number of years now. And you're going to be so encouraged and blessed. I've asked him if he would come on and share his testimony and some of the passion that he carries, which is that everybody would experience the presence of God. So he is the founder of Kingdom Encounter Ministries, and he's a dad, he's a husband, and of course, he's a, he's a friend of Jesus. So it's my joy to welcome into the conversation with me today, David Harris. David, welcome. Hey, Liz. Hey, thank you for, for having me. Just uh, really honored um, to, to be on your show. And uh, yeah, just really value our friendship. And, and just even for those words that you just shared at the beginning, really, really mean a lot to me. So, so thank you very much. Oh, gosh, it's honestly, I'm so excited about our conversation, David, because like I said, you know, you are a genuine man of God, you're very authentic, you're not religious, you're all about his presence, and just having very real experience of Jesus and helping others experience him that way too. Mm -hmm. And it's just so important right now, isn't it, as the Lord's into untangling people from religion, to be able to help people to know how to walk to the degree that we've learned, you know, in that authentic experience with mm -hmm. Jesus, it's what we all want, isn't it, all, all yeah. the time, you know, there's nothing else. But David, I wanted to ask you, like I said, you know, when we were talking before the show, I would love it if you could share your testimony because it's so powerful and it will release so much hope to people. So can we start there so people get to know who you are and, and how you came to know Jesus? Yeah, sure. So um, my testimony kind of goes back to when I was about 23 years old, um, when I first encountered Jesus. Um, but prior to that, I was born and raised in a Christian household. Um, both of my parents were from Pakistan. Uh, my mom was first generation Sikh, my um, convert and my dad was first generation uh, Hindu. Um, wow. in, and they had just come into the Christian faith through their families. And I was lucky enough to be born into a, a Christian home. I, I wouldn't say luck, but I, you know, the grace of God was there. Um, so I was taught Christian values from a very young age. I went to church. Um, my parents were part of different uh, denominations at different times of their lives i think we went through methodist um went through pentecostal went through anglican um but it was never complicated um i, I was just used to going to church on sundays um you know my, my parents did their best to teach me but as soon as i hit about the age of 16 um i just went off the rails um i just had no desire for church for religion um and that's all it really was to me. It was religion. It was just something that was given for us to follow. And because my family followed religion, I was meant to have some sort of faith as well. But when I was 16, um, I knew God existed in some way or form, but I just felt like I was born to enjoy this life. And, and, and my enjoyment was found in, in things that, that weren't in the church, that weren't in God. Um, I was out um, and it just kind of progressed. Um, the, the whole sin part of it just progressed from, 
I mean, just going out partying, smoking cigarettes here and there and getting drunk, then to sleeping around with women, um, then the drug abuse increased and, and I would want to be smoking and getting high every day. And then that wasn't enough. So I started selling cannabis um, locally and I was just really off the rails. I really had no purpose no concept of what life was about and why I was here. Um, I was really into cars at one point um, and just, you know, buying expensive luxury things and just finding my, my purpose in that, you know, in, in, in kind of being known. And so it was, I think it was 2007. Um, I think I had a car, I didn't have a car accident, but I witnessed a car accident and I'll try and condense the story because it's quite dramatic, but I had, seen two cars racing I was parked up in a drive-through somewhere and um, the, the first car goes past me and then the second car goes past me and the second car spins out of control they're trying to race each other and um, the car crashes into like a 200 year old tree goes up about 20 feet in the air it comes wow. back down um, I'm with my friend he tells me to run over and see what's happened so I run over um, there's blood everywhere and um, the passenger can just about speak I can't see his legs um, and the same with the driver he's just collapsed in, in into his knees and just about moving um, and, and there was so much going through my mind before I know it the emergency services were there um, and at that point they were both alive and then I remember the paramedic bringing over um, something to put like an oxygen mask to put over the passenger um, and, and as they did that I saw him literally choke take his last breath and, and I felt his soul leave his body and, and he actually passed away it was really unfortunate that he died um, the wow. driver survived passenger died and um, a week later I gave my statement to the police and um, he was a student that had come from India to study here in the UK and, and just just 20 years old um, so that left a lot of thoughts in my mind um, yeah. I think I'd think a lot like, you know, that person was there a moment ago, but now he's not there. Where is he gone? Um, yeah. And then not long after all of that took place, my dad, um, who was a very healthy man in his early 70s at the time, he fell terminally ill. He just developed a really small cough, cough. Uh, we thought nothing of it. Um, he got it checked out. The cough was persisting and the doctors told him he's got six months to live. Um, and this was really difficult for wow, us as a family really, to really, yeah. you know, kind of understand. My dad was a church going man. Um, mm. He believed in God and um, he, he never really did anything to hurt his body so much, you know, never really smoked. Um, and it was a real severe lung condition. And so that was really painful. Uh, my parents had faith. My sister had faith. Um, and I remember they were contending for my dad's healing. I remember people would come over to the house and pray for my dad. And I was just in the bedroom. I didn't really connect so much during that time I was finding um, almost my grieving in, in a different way you know mm. um, not to say that um, it, I wasn't going through my own pain process but it was I knew that God existed but I just I just didn't have any connection with faith to believe mm. that God can come and I was still living my immoral lifestyle you know I was in the world I was smoking and, and that was one of the way I was just kind of getting away from things. I was just trying to yeah. keep my mind occupied, still going out, still, you know, being with my friends when I can and then coming home. And then the reality and the truth is that, man, my dad isn't well. And sometimes mm -hmm. um, we'd have to take care of him um, because someone would have to sleep with him through the night just in case the oxygen comes off him. And I'd go out into the garden just for a break um, and I'd smoke. And while I'm smoking, I'd look up the stars and I'd say, God, 
I know you exist. I know you're real. And for some reason, I'll just say, I trust you. I know that you're in control and I trust you. Not really understanding who Jesus is, not having a relationship with God in any way, but just knowing that he exists um, and just part, some part of that, knowing that he's good somewhere in all of this. Anyway, 10 months down the line, um, my dad passed away and um, it was really sad, you know, for all of us as a family. Um, and we went through a whole process of, of, of grieving together and letting go and, and trying to be there for each other to, to kind of get through. Um, but during that process, um, God had placed certain people around me, old friends who were now born again Christians. Uh, and they never hammered me with Jesus or anything. They were just there loving me. Um, and I just thought, because of my family, I'm going to start to go to church again. You know, I'm, this is important. This was an important part of my dad's life. Let me start to go to church um, mm. and let me start doing everything that I was doing in moderation. So I wasn't going out as much getting drunk, but I was still doing it. I wasn't smoking cigarettes anymore, but I gave myself the right to smoke Um I would say casual drugs. I don't really know how else to put it, but I gave up cigarettes, but I was still smoking, getting high. And, um, but everything could mellowed down. Mm -hmm. And I felt good about that. I felt like I was doing something right. Um, and things were good with my family. I felt like I was there for them a lot more, just trying to kind of fill the void in, in some way. Yeah. It was April, 2009. And this is where it all changed. Um, it was Easter Sunday and um, I'd come home from the church service and um, everyone went to sleep my mum and sister were in bed I was in the loft so I went up to my room started flicking through the channels and saw a Christian movie come on Passion of Christ um, I'd seen it before in the cinema very emotional um, you know I had to really swallow hard when I was watching it in the cinema because it was really mm -hmm. graphic and yeah. it really hit the heart um, but as I'm watching it this time something began to happen into the room that I'd never experienced before and there was a there was a part where, you know, Mel Gibson, the actor, he's there as Jesus hanging on the cross, bleeding to death. And that image of, of, of the Lord just hung in my heart. And though the film continued to play, I, I, could, I couldn't move from it. And, and something happened in my room. I, can't, I couldn't explain it then, but it was the Holy Spirit. The presence of the Lord came and filled the room. Oh, my wow. heart began to, began to pound like out of my chest. And I was like what is going on? I began to feel the weight of God's presence and tears began to start flowing uncontrollably. And in that moment, my sin was before me. I could see Jesus on the, on the tree, hanging, bleeding, dying. And the only thought that was coming to me is that, why is he there? Why is he, why is he there? That should be me. My sin was so evident to me all my life. I had, I thought that I was half a good person and I hadn't done anything so bad to hurt anyone, but I knew in that moment that the hammer would have gone down on me, you know, that I, I, I deserved that punishment that Jesus was going through. But the most amazing thing that is that in that same moment, I had a revelation of God's love, which I had never had before. And that completely tore me to pieces. I was literally undone to know that I deserve to be there. It doesn't make sense why he's there, but he's there because he died for me. He, he really wanted to die for me and love me and show me that. And in the same moment, I'm getting this, the, all these thoughts going through, but he's just an actor. I mean, the son of God really came down to, to earth and gave his life for me. And when that became alive to my heart, I just put my hands out in front of me and said, Jesus, I give my life to you. I surrender it to you. And um, that was it. I, I just went 
uh, to bed like a sobbing baby, woke up the next morning. I didn't shout. I didn't, you know, tell my mom or sister, oh, this is what happened. I just, I just carried on, but everything was different. Um, the way yeah. I began to feel was just very different. The way I would see things, my desires began to really change. And um, yeah, it was a process and a journey that I went on that year of, of deliverance where God dealt with me in certain areas. He gave me a new respect for women. He took me out of drug addiction. He set me free from all of that. And he really, you know, he gave me a new, a new heart. Um, mm, and, and, and in all of that, I got to know him, you know, I got to really, really walk with him and know that he's, he's closer to me than anyone else is. Um, yeah. and, and, and that's really where, where I kind of came from in a nutshell. Oh my gosh, David, thank you for being so vulnerable and so open because obviously what you've shared is extremely personal. You know, this, these are the circumstances of your life, but like I said, you know, I just think it gives people so much hope, you know what I mean? Because you were so far into the world, right? With the drugs and, and the way that you were living and, you know, just, and, but I love how you, you didn't want anything to do with religion. You know, it's like your heart and what you said, like somewhere inside you, you knew that God was good and God was real. You know, when you yeah. were standing there in the garden and your dad was dying and all the pain you were in and what you'd seen and experienced and how you were living. But yet still somewhere inside you, you knew there was more. You knew yeah. that he was real, you know, and and in that moment, obviously, he heard you, you know, as you as you reached out and were just your heart was just authentic, like there's more, there has to be more, you know? Oh my gosh. And then he came to you in such an amazing way. Wow. Wow. So in the year that followed, obviously yeah. you shared a little bit, what was it like for you? Obviously you'd gone into a completely different experience of life, mm -hmm. like day and night, really, yeah. you know, what, what, what were the things that you started to know about him and see mm -hmm. change in you? Do you remember the beginning yeah, of the process? Yes, I, I think the, the first thing and, and, the, and, and one of the main things that I'll always remember, it, it wasn't an altar call that saved me. It wasn't mm. a doctrine or anything like that. It was a real living person. It was Jesus. Yeah. He came yeah. into my life. And I'm so yeah. grateful that yeah. it happened in the way that it did um, yeah. because he deserves all the glory. He deserves it. No man deserves yeah. any gratitude for what christ yes. can only do he's our risen lord yeah he yeah, is he's, he's the real. resurrected one <laughs> you know he's the resurrection and the life and so when when i look back to that year um i just remember walking like walking and and, and talking to him and just and just having really? a conversation with him um mm. him becoming my friend um even mm. in some of the struggles that i went through i lost i lost all of my friends you know um mm. i was so lonely at times no one was there for me um, and it was it was still quite close to the time when my dad passed away. And I'd think, why is no one there for me anymore? Um, but I, I found a peace in in recognizing that, you know, Christ had had a very lonely journey as well. Um, mm. And those that were the closest to him had kind of left him when he went to the cross. And, um, you know, yeah. I felt so much peace in that. So it didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. Um, and the more I was reading the word the more I was realizing this is amazing stuff. Why didn't I know this? You know, I've, I've gone a new, a new church up here. I knew, mm -hmm. I knew the word as well in some ways. Um, you know, I had, I had been taught about God and I had, I had recited scriptures and memorized things from my childhood, but none of it really made sense down here in my heart. 
And so when I began to read the Bible, it just came so alive to me. It became really? like I wanted to live in the word. And really? um, it just made complete sense to you. It made sense. And it was like wow. it was like a wow moment for me, you know, yeah, and it's, yeah. I mean, it's still a wow moment, but it's like yeah. I had never knew the word to exist like this because it really is living bread. It's food for us. And so when I was when I was going through that year, the word staying in the presence and allowing God to really nourish me and be there for me to comfort me um because i had gone through a lot in life you know seeing mm -hmm. seeing two people die in the way they did really left such a, a an impression for me to think why am i here on earth why do i get up every day why do i do the things that i do and then yeah. and then when the revelation of the lord came it was like okay i was born to worship i was born to live in constant fellowship with jesus and and i think that that really laid down a fellowship a, a foundation sorry should i say mm -hmm. um, it was always about relationship it was about knowing him you know john 17 3 mm -hmm. it says this is eternal life to know the only true god and his son jesus christ whom he sent and so to know jesus is really where we find everything um, yeah. And I think going back, he sustained me in, I just remember that year, especially that first year was a real lonely year. Um, because when I started to express my feelings to other people that I just, I just don't feel like drinking or going out anymore. I don't feel like, you know, I disconnected from all, all the relation. I mean, from all the girls or, or whatever I was going through. So it's like, I didn't have anyone there. There was like probably one Christian friend that I had, um, and, and he was across town. Um, but I, I didn't really know anyone. I did get plugged into a church later down the line, um, which was amazing, you know, being part of a community and family, um, mm it was just amazing to be part of that and understand God's purpose in all of that as well so obviously David in that first year Jesus became your best friend I mean you'll be your everything one of the questions that I get asked a lot is how do I live this spirit-led life how do I connect and hear his voice on the inside you know people obviously want the authentic spiritual walk with Jesus where they in their senses, they're experiencing his presence, you know, in the way that you did. And he awakened you into that. I love that. You know how that's how you really came into the kingdom. I mean, obviously, you'd been brought up with beautiful Christian parents. But like you said, it was that moment where everything changed for you, you know, where Jesus visited you, essentially, and you mm -hmm. experienced him as the risen Lord, you know. And so I just wanted to ask you there, like in that first year, how you said it was very simple it wasn't it wasn't complicated for you can you language for us to give people keys like what does that look like for you what does your intimate relationship with Jesus yeah. look like well well I, th I think everything um, about intimacy with God is is founded upon his love for us yeah um, it's founded upon his love and unless we know his love for us which is perfect it's, it's not tainted it's clean it's pure when we when we realized that and and time and time again i would come to him and i would weep i'd cry and i still do up until today that lord you really died for me you gave everything mm -hmm. and and though there's so many people in the world eight billion people or so in the world it mm -hmm. was so personal and and it's always going to be personal when we realize that you died for me lord it was for me you did it those nails that you took upon yourself and, and the, that, that beating and and that sacrifice that you gave us your, your life on the cross that was for me. And so I think the foundation of intimacy for me is knowing God, you really love me. It's not about mm. what I've done for you or what I can do for you. 
it's about what you've done for me and and always knowing that really keeps me in a in a place of knowing what this is all about this is about god showing and revealing his love to us that we would be a people that would love him in return and so i think everything's founded upon love um if it if, it, if it's outside of love um then there's other motives involved there's other agendas and that's where i feel religion creeps in it feels like we've got to do something to earn god's acceptance we have to perform or we have to live an, a life which ticks all the boxes i'm um, not to say that we have a, a a sin it's like it's not it's not that we get a ticket to do what we want to do but it's like when you walk with someone that you love um and that, that that's done everything for you it's like why would you want to hurt them you know, realizing that God had feelings and that, and that his spirit, you, you, know, you know, you can kind of sense and feel when the spirit is grieved. Um, it's, it's more than a conviction. It's like, Lord, I don't want my heart to live trapped because of, of the way I've responded to you. It's your love that sets me free. And I constantly want to live in that love. Um, so no, I think knowing that love constantly, even up until today, I don't know how many years it's been, 2009, probably 13, 14 years. Um, but it's that's that's what continually changes and transform me because there's no end to the revelation of God's love. Um, and so whenever I'm spending time with Jesus, it's like, Lord, let me see your love. And, yeah. and, and in return, when I see his love, then my heart can love him and love him in return. You know, if that makes yeah. sense. It does. It's profound. It's so simple. And it's yeah, it's so profound. It's life changing, actually, because it is it's when we experience his love, I found the same thing, David, it, it changes everything. And for yes. me, that is, that is my life. His love is my core strength, my life, my everything. And, and there's a scripture where Jesus is speaking. I think it's in Luke. He's speaking to the disciples and he says, open, open your heart. And as you open your heart, it allows, I'm paraphrasing him obviously, but essentially he's saying, yeah. as you open your heart, it allows revelation light to enter into your being it's like when you were speaking that's what I was I was reminded of that scripture you know you literally open your heart to Jesus desiring to experience his love again don't you and that sets you back into okay. your intimacy with him and then and then as the waves of his love are pouring into you it's just taking you deeper and deeper into like you say there's there's the fathomless depths of the love of god which Amen. there's so no end to to discovering his his because he is love mm -hmm. and i love it because as well in that place his perfect love as we experience it hey it casts out all fear his love brings forth wholeness healing transformation in our lives and and it's so evident in your life, David, you, you, the foundation of you, it's so obvious when you're with you, you we're with you. The foundation of your heart is security. It's like you, you know that you are loved, you know that you're his son, his bride, you know, and that, and, it, and it's, um, you, what comes off you is peace, supernatural peace and rest, because you're at rest, because you know your value you know how he feels about you it's just amazing so so where did the passion is this where the passion for his presence um to be experienced by everybody is this where it started for you or did that grow over the years yeah i think i think we're always growing experiencing more of who god is and yeah. um along the years just as i was opening the word reading the scriptures i just i just sensed that there was always more because i'm not experiencing 
in entirety what they were experiencing. And so I'm like, Lord, I want to experience more of you. Um, and it's like you said, his, his presence becomes everything. Like, you know, it's joy, there's peace, um, there's fulfillment in his presence. When we truly see him for who he is, he can truly fill our hearts to the points that we're not looking for other things to fill us, you know, to complete yeah. us. And, and back then I had no scope for ministry. I had no scope. I just, I just wanted to see the scriptures come alive in my life. I just wanted to know Jesus. Yeah. Um, but I think it was, uh, it was a, 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 how could I say it, it was a progressive journey of growth. Um, mm -hmm. And the more hungry I got, the more I would experience. Um, and I think it, I mean, the marking moment for me was, was 2012, um, where I experienced the glory of God like I've never experienced. Um, the air became so thin. Um, Jesus became like the only person in the room. He became so real in the moment. And um, I can't really explain it in words because it was just supernatural. But in that moment, I experienced an infilling of the Holy Spirit. And um, I just, that was it. I just knew I didn't have anything else to live for in that moment. I was like, God, I, ha I have nothing. I don't even want to get married anymore, Lord like wow. you do whatever you want to do with me lord that was it um but it was the hunger um that that kind of drew god um even yeah. in deeper ways in which i thought he couldn't even come and 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 just so being hungry for the lord so so yeah. important yeah it so is and of course there from that point you're like okay everybody i get it like everybody yeah. needs to experience the presence exactly. of jesus because he's life he's yes. life and he it's like he says in his word and i love what you said as well you know um you just wanted the word to be real for, in your life you know i have mm. the same passion david it's like i want that promise in scripture i want the word of god to incarnate in my experience yeah. then i can testify to the reality mm. of his promises and the reality of who he is and know him more and more you know and, and you do you just um you just want everybody to know don't you he's he is uh, he ruined you for everything else like these moments with his presence there's just nothing else <laughs> everything in you yields to, to nothing the comes beauty. close that nothing comes close and all life and fruitfulness flows from there hey oh my gosh David that time has gone so fast can I ask you to pray for people because I know everybody watching will want you to pray you know that what you've experienced they will get experience can yeah, I ask you yeah, to pray I'll, I'll be honored to you in Jesus name thank Father you. Lord I just thank you for this opportunity that we've had today to to come and experience you Lord what you've done in our lives and we're forever grateful Lord um, for what you've done, Lord, because no one else can do it, Lord. No one else could have done what you've done. And Lord, we're grateful for, for the sacrifice that you made, that we would come to know you, truly know you, Lord, for who you are, a real person, one who has a heart, one who wants to be loved, one who wants to be known, one who wants to, to, to walk with us as a friend. Lord, we, we love you, Lord. And, and we just we just welcome your presence even now, Lord, for all those who are watching, Lord. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would so fill um, wherever they are, Lord. Occupy their space, Holy Spirit, Lord. Come upon them. Come upon them, Lord. Let peace reign. Let rest come. Let the supernatural power of God so come upon people, the fire of heaven, Lord. Let it so come upon hearts, Lord, that they would, they would be intoxicated, Lord, that they would be filled with the new wine, Lord. They would be filled to the extent, Lord, that, that your love has overtaken them and now compelled them, Lord, to, to love others, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for, for, your, for your perfect love, Lord. I pray even those 
um, who, who may be living in, in, in religion and, and just trying to do things, thinking that they're on the path that you want them to be, Lord, trying to do things and tick boxes and just get to the next part of the journey. But Lord, let it be right now in this moment, Jesus, that you would open their eyes, open their ears, meet with them, that they may know that you are everything they need now and tomorrow and forever, Lord, that you are the goal, you are the reward, you are the prize, Lord. And so, Lord Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I bless every single person listening into this podcast, Lord, and we just speak your blessing over them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Ah, wow. Amen. I feel the presence of Holy Spirit so powerfully right now. I'm I'm drunk. You carry so much of his presence. I'm feeling it as well. (laughs) Oh, Jesus, more, more. (laughs) Oh, we agree, David. And yeah, guys, have the most amazing week. Have the most amazing week going deeper and deeper and deeper into his presence. Like you said, David, he is everything, right? He's everything. And he wants to meet every single one of your needs through his riches in glory as you're in his presence. And so, David, thank you. Thank you thank for you. sharing some of your amazing life with with Jesus with us today. It's so such a joy. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Guys, and thank you too for giving us your precious time. Like I said, have the most amazing week, prioritizing his presence, fresh grace on you for your relationship with him, for your sensory awareness of him being in you and surrounding you and encounters that will just completely transform your life. Amen. Look forward to being with you again next week. God bless. Bye. Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you. It will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So, yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed. Mm-hmm.